Welcome to the Expert Ownership Podcast, where we launch faith-filled entrepreneurs into greater freedom and success. But you know what? It's more than that. We want to help you thrive in the midst of today's cancel culture. Our goal is to raise up workplace warriors who will stand for what they believe in, whatever the cost. You can find out more by visiting expertownership.com. But without further ado, here we go. So today we're going to be talking about three keys to fulfillment. And why I say that is David and I want to talk to you about three keys that will help you discover your purpose. Okay. Which will make you feel fulfilled. Yeah. (laughs) Which is going to lead to fulfillment. And um, the, the reason why we're talking about this is the other day I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine and he said, man, you know, I'm 40 something years old. I'm feeling like I lack purpose. Right now, you know, he, he's not married and uh, and he, he wants a career change, but then he's not sure what he would do. And he's just really, he feels like he's fumbling around. Of course, you know, I encouraged him. You're not fumbling around. You're doing great things. Sometimes the best thing that God can do is bless you with his silence. And he was feeling that. But as we began to talk, uh, I shared with him three keys to fulfillment. I told him, I said, you know, for you lacking purpose, you're feeling like you're not very fulfilled right now or anything like that. He said, yeah, that's right. And I said, well, there are three keys. Now, obviously there's more, but I'm just going to share with you three. And, uh, and after I got done with the conversation, I called David. And I was like, dude, I think I, I think I've stumbled on something that might be a good podcast. So that's what we want to share with you today. Three, three keys to fulfillment, which is all tied to your purpose. Have you ever felt purposelessness? You know, like you, you're like, man, what, what exactly is my purpose? I'm not really in a good place right now. And uh, if you've ever felt that, or if you know somebody who does, then let's discuss that real quick. Three things that will help you get back on track. And they all start with the letter G. Let me give you the three things that we're going to go back. Gift, gratitude, give. Those are our three keys. The gift that you have, experiencing gratitude in your heart, and your willingness to give yourself away. Okay, let's start with gift. Uh, Purpose is tied to the gift God gives to you. So our purpose is tied to the gift that he gives to us because the gift he's given to me is different than the gift he's given to David. People know that they like my gift better than David's. Okay, just, <laughs> hold on. Hey, just so everybody no knows real doubt. quick. Let me just say this real quick. God gives us all talents and abilities, but he also gives us spiritual gifts if you know him. Yeah. But your talent, your ability, and your spiritual gift, they work together to glorify God. I want to give you a quick scripture that's always encouraged me in terms of purpose is Acts 13, 36. It says, now when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It was David served God's purpose. It wasn't David's purpose. Mm-hmm. So you have to say that, you know, Romans eight twenty eight says, and we know that all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. It doesn't say your purpose. So in today's self-absorbed uh, culture, including in the church, a lot of times it's all about your journey, your journey, your story. <laughs> I hate that word. Your purpose. <laughs> okay, good. Look, you are a day player in God's story. It is not your story. It is God's story. And you're a day player and he values you and he loves you, but it ain't all about you. So David served God's purpose in his generation. The, the key is, is it's God's purpose in your generation. At this moment in history, God could have put you at any other epic of history, and yet he chose to put you here 
And if you're listening to this podcast, you are alive in 2024 in the United States of America or in any other country, and God put you there for such a time as this. And it's He's got His purposes, yeah. and He He has given you talents and abilities at birth and at spiritual birth. When you got saved, He has given you a spiritual gift, so you have gifts to serve God's purposes. And and here's what I love. And I want to give uh, Shane Sams a shout out because he's the one that helped me uh, craft this when it comes to discovering your gift. Because a lot of people are like, okay, well, I don't really know what I'm gifted at. Maybe I'm good with people. Maybe I'm good with numbers or whatever. Well, here are three questions that will help you hone in on what exactly is your gift. Okay, here are the three questions, and then we'll, we'll dive back into each of these. What have you lived? What have you learned? What do you love? The first question, what have you lived? Here is something that is so incredibly powerful. What you have lived through is your testimony. Your testimony is a gift. God is It is a gift. Um, like for, for me, I, I never struggled with anxiety a day in my life until almost two years ago, and it literally almost sidelined me to a point where I, I wanted to stop public speaking. I didn't want to go out and see anybody. Right, I had never lived through anything like that before, and I experienced it, and I got through it, and I know that the Lord wants me to write about it at some point to share the steps that I, I did to get through that. But I lived through that, and now that I've lived through that, I have talked to so many other people who struggle with anxiety, and I have a gift to give them. That gift is what I did to overcome anxiety. So the first question is, what have I lived? What has happened to you that now you have something you can give to other people? Okay, so it's what have you lived? Number two, what have you learned? You know, for David and I in the workplace, you know, I, I actually learned how to craft a talk that I'm going to give to business people. I figured out, you know, three different sections that you need to have. I learned how to create systems. And David and I teach that in expert ownership, you know, silo segment stack steps. It's a four part system building deal. I learned that. And, uh, and now I can actually give that away as a gift. You see, so what is your gift? So, so first, what have you lived? What have you lived through? Number two, what have you learned? What's something you've learned that's helped you? It's helped you make money. It's helped you become a better dad. It's helped you become a better husband, a, a wife, mother, whatever it is. What have you learned that you can then give away? Okay, and then lastly, what do you love? What is it that you love? What is it that you're passionate about? What energizes you? What drains yep. you? I pay close attention to that. Yep, what does energize you? It's like David and I, we, we are passionate. We love working out. We love getting the heart rate up. So that is a gift, you know, that we go out and we work out. And now I can tell you, hey, this workout is actually a good one if you want to lose fat. This one's not, right? Now, that's something that I love. And so that is our gift. So if you want to know your gift, ask those three questions. What have I lived? What have I learned? What have I loved? Or what do I love? Okay, so you want to find your purpose. Number one, it's gift. Number two, gratitude. Approach everything you do, no matter how big or small, with a heart of gratitude. Because what gratitude does is it literally heals your body and it floods your brain and your mind with the positive endorphins that you need that makes you feel purposeful, that makes you feel fulfilled. So it's healing to your body and makes you feel fulfilled. You know, Psalm 100 says, enter my gates with thanksgiving and my courts with praise. God knows that gratitude is the hack. Gratitude is the secret code. It is. You want to get God's presence? You got to do it through gratitude. That's right. First Thessalonians uh, 5, 16 through 18. Uh, I'm just read a little piece of it. It says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will 
for you in Christ Jesus. And, you know, if God says, hey, this is my will, you might want to do it. So gratitude is crucial. And it, it doesn't just bless God, but it truly does bless us with incredible amounts of dopamine. You have no idea what gratitude does to your brain. And now brain science is coming out. You know, the crazy thing is, is brain science has come out just in the last 20 years and it's revealing so much awesome stuff that what our thoughts can do to, to release positive and good health, health bringing endorphins and, and hormones into our bodies just from our thoughts. And so when you're thinking those gratitude thoughts, it literally can give you a physical feeling of God's presence. Yes. Like think, think of a time. Here's a gratitude exercise. I learned this from a really good book. Uh, it's called The Other Half of Church by John, Jim, Jim Wilder. But anyway, he, he talks about a gratitude exercise. He says, think about a time in your life where you felt extreme gratitude and connected to God in that moment. He said, think about that time. You know, so for me, I can remember being a senior in college and my first three years in baseball, I, I didn't hit all that great. I wasn't playing. I was playing average and I knew I wouldn't get drafted. And then I worked really hard over the summer, met a guy named Greg Moorhart who helped change my swing and I got things back on the right track. And I really played that season with a with a with just a freedom and a looseness and just like a heart of gratitude. And I was so thankful to the Lord. I finally started hitting really well. and. You can ask David. I mean, it was a number of games during the season where I hit the game-winning home run. And I can remember one in particular against Charleston Southern where the guy brought a high inside fastball. We were down by one run. We had a runner on. And in the bottom of the, I forget, the bottom of the last inning, I turned on that high inside fastball and laced it over the right field fence. And I rounded the bases and touched home plate. We won the game because of that. And I was just so overwhelmed with gratitude that I went behind, you know, it was a doubleheader. So in between games, I went behind the right field fence, got out on my knees. I started crying, just thanking the Lord. Well, you know, if I go back and I relive that, I just go in my mind. I, I get some quiet place. I close my eyes and I think about that. And I put myself back in that situation and I feel myself running the bases and I feel that that feeling of gratitude and connection to God in that moment. Guess what? I start to feel it in my body again. Right there, what you're feeling is all that positive stuff, the endorphins, the hormones that God uses to heal your body, right? And how did I get that? I got it because I thought those, those thoughts of gratitude. You know, it's that deep thankfulness that you feel. You, you feel purposelessness in your life or purposeless in your life. You feel like lack of fulfillment or whatever. Look at the gift that you have and then wrap some gratitude into your life and around that gift. You know, it, it, the opposite is actually true in this regard because thoughts become feelings and then feelings become actions, especially when it's a negative thought or an yeah. unholy thought or a lustful thought if it's a man. And, and the, that thought, it, the Bible teaches us in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, we take every thought and make it obedient to Christ. In other words, if a thought comes in, and quite often the devil will throw thoughts at you, or, or it's maybe it's just your straight-up sin nature, but a thought will hit you have to take it captive and make it obedient because yeah. if that thought begins to become a feeling, then that feeling will ultimately become an action. Yeah. And that's the path towards sin and death. But then we, we not only take unrighteous thoughts captive and make them obedience to, obedient to Christ, but we also pause and we then inject godly thoughts. We, we can control our thinking and give time to the Lord. And, and what happens is the devil will keep us 
in a com- consistent state of distraction. And as our executive coach, Eric Beck, we love him. He says, distraction is distraction. Yeah. In other words, you're not moving forward anymore. There's no more traction in your life because you're, you're on social media all the time. Or you're playing video games. You're a grown man and you're playing video games. I would just encourage you, if you're a grown man playing video games, stop it. Unless Two you, words. Unless you make really good money off stop of it. Stop it. And get your boys off video games, right? Because distraction, distraction, and all that dopamine that's getting dropped on these boys as if you've accomplished something by getting to the you know, realm <laughs> level five. ten. Like I'm in, like I'm in, I'm in uh, whatever that other world zone. It's like bull. You have accomplished jack. Stop it. Sorry, <laughs> I'm getting ticked off. But but anyways, it's distraction. You're not moving forward anymore. You're moving backward. And so the negative, like the positive on the gratitude side of what Jason is saying is and controlling your thinking and really going after the Lord and in your body beginning to heal itself. The opposite is true as well. You have to take all of your thoughts captive, make them obedient to Christ and do not allow that thought to become a feeling and then pay attention to who you're hanging around. If you're hanging around negative people that, that are taking you off of that gratitude, you know, path, then don't hang around them. It's like, well, they need Jesus. No, don't worry about that. God can bring somebody else to them, but you you, you you go in, you give them Jesus, but I'm talking about bringing people into your inner circle. They cannot be the people that are going to take you out of that gratitude zone. Okay. So first you want to, you want to find your purpose. You want to, you want three keys to fulfillment. The first is look at your gift. Okay. Number two is gratitude, wrap gratitude around it. And number three is give, which is the willingness to give of yourself. You can't sit back if you sit back, you're going to feel purposelessness. But the minute you get out there and you start moving forward and you serve someone, then all of a sudden you're going to start to feel purpose. And it doesn't matter what it is. If you have two working legs and two arms, and, and I've, I've said this so many times you know, to somebody who's standing on the side of the road, who's my age, you know, of course I'm close to 50, 48 years old, who's asking for money, and I'm like, man, you can walk, you can talk, you've got two arms, you did not offered to bring me one thing of value. You didn't say, Hey, can I walk your dog? Hey, can I clean your, uh, your windshield? Like whatever it is, like offer something of value. And with just the, just doing something for another person is going to make you feel like you've got more purpose. And so that's the whole idea. Like, listen, an apple tree will cease to yield apples if it's not willing to give its apples away. When an apple tree releases the apple, then it makes room for another apple to show up. So do you want to feel purpose? Well, then be willing to give yourself away. And you, you might be thinking, well, I don't really have anything to offer. Well, then go learn something. And whatever you learn, be willing to share that with somebody else. Yeah, it says Proverbs eleven twenty five says, the generous will prosper and he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Yeah. That's the apple tree. You, you're refreshing others. You're serving others. Whatever capacity that is, no, you get involved in your church, serve your family, serve in your neighborhood, serve in your company, find ways to serve the Lord's purposes. And I, I love what Tony Evans said. This is, this is so awesome because he says, we want to, you feel more purpose when you work for eternal rewards. Well, how do you know you're working for an eternal reward? Like, what am I supposed to do at lunch breaks, have a Bible study and that gives a, an eternal reward if I get somebody to come to my Bible study with me or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent. But what he says, I love how he says this. He said, anything that we do that God has given us to do, whether that's work or whether that's schoolwork or anything, 
that he's given us to do. If we do it for God's glory with a heart to glorify the Lord, it counts as an eternal reward. And he gives a whole bunch of theology behind it. And we don't have time on this podcast to do that because listen, that's one of the leaders that I listen to. I listen to Dr. Tony Evans. Yes. I love his preaching all the time. He, He is a kingdom man, which means King's dominion. God is, in the king and he's got dominion over every area of your life there's no area of our lives where we could just have a little you know we're in charge it's god's in charge of everything but anyway so the eternal reward when you're serving god's purposes even in the little things that you're doing doing it as unto the lord or tipping at a restaurant and putting in tip well and put jesus loves you like ask your server how can you pray for them you know just little bitty things now you're 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 building eternal rewards and you start feeling purpose that every little area of your life, the people in your gym know that, well, I, if I go to so-and-so, uh, they're going to pray for me. Or, you know, the, be that kind of purpose uh, person and you're living on purpose. Yeah. And, and just, you know, to, to say something about Tony Evans real quick, I would say one of the books that you have to put on your reading list if you're a dude is Kingdom Man by Tony Evans. Read that in 2024. If you're a woman, Kingdom, Kingdom Woman Yes, by Tony Evans. And I think it's his wife. Or it might be one of his daughters, but um, Kingdom One; those are fantastic uh, books to read. So, there are three keys to fulfillment: three keys to purpose in your life: gift, gratitude, give. Your gift. Don't know what your gift is? Ask yourself the three questions: What have I lived? What have I learned? And what do I love? Like, sit in that and think about it, and that'll help you hone in what the gift is that you have. And then wrap gratitude into your life and then be willing to give yourself away. And in doing that, you're going to find yourself in a very good place of living on purpose. All right. That's it. Jason, we have to do an own it or loan it. We do? Yeah. Own it or loan it Nike shoes. Oh, yeah. You got to own that. Why? I, I don't so like st- doing business with Nike, they hate obviously, God. but um, they are radicals. Yeah, but I mean, I'm going to use their tools that yeah. they that they have to take them down. <laughs> I guess well, I, I don't yeah. know what do you what do, I don't yeah, even know I what guess, I think about that. I'm sitting here judging you, and I've got my Apple iPhone, and they have absolutely yeah. Like they, hey. there's a pregnant man emoji on our ridiculous Apple iPhones. Okay, let me say this real quick because now now that I'm on this topic um, about books, because I just said to read Tony Evans' Kingdom Man if you're a dude, Kingdom Woman if you're a woman in 2024. A uh, couple more books I think you should read: Winning the War in Your Mind by Craig Rochelle. It is one of the best books that I would say is probably the best book I read in 2023. Um, definitely love that. If you are a kingdom entrepreneur, read The Six Working Geniuses by Patrick Lencioni. Yeah, that was a good one. He's got Ve- a little test too. Oh my gosh, it's very good. Um, and then uh, the last one that I would say, uh, it, just because it's good for, for all around, is the 16 undeniable laws of communication by John Maxwell. Yeah. I love that. That one is, it is a little more for speakers. Um, so if, if you want to become a speaker or whatever, but it was, I, I love everything about John Maxwell. All of his stuff is so simple. Yeah. You know, I love that about him. But anyway, hey, listen, you know what else is simple is signing up for Christian healthcare ministries and saving oh yeah, yourself true. some money on that nonsense insurance racket. That's out there. Expertownership.com slash CHM. They've been incredible. If you want to do something great, do that in 2024 for your family and save yourself some money and also get some really good uh, health sharing benefits out of all of that. All right, that's it. Subscribe, rate, review, share it with some friends. And uh, this community continues to build. It's pretty awesome watching this bad boy. So we hope that this has been a blessing to you and we'll see you next week. Peace.
move or shout, let me get it again. If you really, really feeling it, put it in your left hand, right hand, throw it up and hit it.